Welcome in everyone to this week's Five Aside, where we are back with part four or maybe three and a half of our supporter group shows. We'll see. Uh, joining us tonight is a woman who can get you a discount on practically any hotel you want. It's Jennifer Taylor. Hello, Jennifer. Please do not advertise my services like that, Glenn. I am not available for public <laughs> consumption. Also joining tonight is Max Ramos from Resurgence, who could probably hook you up on a deal from Adam and Eve. Absolutely. Maybe? Let me know for well, all your sensual needs. A little more on that later. Um, unfortunately, we do not have Ladose here with us tonight. Scheduling is a little difficult. So we will try to get with them a little later, um, maybe the next week or so, because we definitely want to feature them. The whole point of these shows is to dispel some notions, some misconceptions that might be out there about Atlanta supporter groups and supporter groups uh, in general and why they are a good thing and why you need them in your life, apart from discounts at um, adult stores, which is just a bonus perk, especially with... Is it a bonus perk or is it a priority? I think it should be a priority. I think (laughs) life would be better if people just got off more. I, I think... You, you can already already feel the flavor of this episode. And like with the other two, I love oh, it's that. Gonna be tasty. It's going to be tasty. <laughs> I love that each supporters group is so distinctive, so different. And I think that's really coming across in these shows. Yet we can all still come together and and hang out and and, and promote this sport that that we love and, and, and the club in our own unique ways, but still be cohesive. You know, when when you shop at a, a place like Adam and Eve, you know, there's a plethora of options to suit every taste, style, orientation, flavor from, you know, it's not just chocolate and vanilla, right? It's a whole 31 <laughs> flavors of Baskin Robbins. And we're really lucky here in Atlanta to have kind of a 31 flavors of supporter experience. But, you know, that can get a little, you know, it's a little bit hard when you, you know, go to Baskin Robbins and you have to keep sampling everything over and over again. So, you know, it's better that they're all in one store as opposed to having to go to 31 stores to try 31 different flavors. And we now have a one-stop shop here in Atlanta, and that is called the Gulch. And (laughs) that took a little bit of effort and work to kind of get to that kind of vision. And if you haven't already heard our Gulch 101 episode that was recorded back in December, we highly encourage you to scroll up and yes, uh, give that, a, yeah, and give that a listen and also learn a little bit about the history of why we do things like wear scarves and throw glitter. Um, so very important. Well, I knew you would get a glitter reference in there. Also our previous episodes featuring uh, Terminus Legion and the faction is available for you to listen to, and you can find out what they're all about. And most recently, just last week, um, we had Footy Mob and All Stripes. So give those a listen to as well. Again, the beautiful thing about the supporters groups is that they're all so different and unique. You're going to find a flavor that you enjoy, that you want to consume, that uh, sees the game you how you see it, that kind of just jives with you and your personality, but is also able to just kind of get along with everybody. It's a, it's a wonderfully beautiful thing. So, Max, can you uh, kind of break down this whole, like, what is a Gulch thing? Like, give me the the two-minute drunk history version. Uh, so, for anybody who doesn't know, the Gulch is actually a physical area. Um, it is the basically the hole in the ground uh, next to Mercedes-Benz that is um, uh, basically a, um, a side effect of the, the rail lines going through the, the city. And mm-hmm. 
essentially back in the day when Atlanta United, Atlanta United first started, uh, all the supporters groups would tailgate there. Um, and a lot of people still hearken to those days as the as the golden era of the club for results on the field, but also golden era for supporters groups and tailgates and what have you. Um, and then as time went on, um, uh, by by just the the natural association of the Gulch place, the supporters section um, became the supporters end became known as the Gulch, um, either colloquially or just by nickname or what have you. Until this past um, past few months, where there was a formal movement to actually unite um, all the supporters group under one umbrella, and mm. refer it was referred to and has been. Pro- it has been labeled and named the Gulch. Um, basically, what the whole point of it was that each group was coming in with its own ideas and its own thoughts and its own voice, um, but it got a little crowded. It got a little, it got a little noisy, right? Nobody was really getting their voice heard, and things weren't getting done the way it was needed to be done or wanted, right? So eventually, there was a need to create an umbrella organization to facilitate proper communication, uh, a proper singular voice for all of the supporters groups and to actually get things done. This happened, this has happened in other cities for other teams. Um, probably the most well-known or probably the most successful in my opinion is either Portland's um, the Timbers army. Obviously everyone knows about them, but their, right. their collective is known as one Oh seven and also Seattle really, really big on how they, their council works that their, their umbrella council is so powerful. They actually have the power to vote in or out the general manager of the Sounders. So, uh, so there is a um, yeah, that's incredible. A- actually, that they have that kind of authority to vote in a general manager. Like, my lord, we don't have that here. Um, but what we do have—that's okay. Special. They voted Garth in, but we stole him anyway. That's yeah. true. Yeah, Garth Garth has said uh, has told people that yeah, like he he had that threat, but mind you, he's doing good so far. Um, some people would want some other employee of Inline United gone if we had the choice. And I will not say a name, but I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. We, we know um, who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So now um, with with the Gulch as, a, as an organization, it, it basically creates a one-stop shop for the team to communicate with all the supporters groups, for the community to, to really uh, communicate with the supporters grouping and, and, and basically grow from there. We, and the Gulch is, is becoming more of its own thing in voice, not just in like actions, but in also like getting the word out. We just started a Gulch uh, Instagram account run by uh, one of our, mm-hmm. our capos, Kyle. Um, I would recommend everyone start following that. He is, he was very, very, um, he was very, uh, what's what I'm looking for. He, he was very proactive in trying to get this going. And he was like, we need a singular voice for all the supporters groups to have uh, uh, out there on the, on the web. So he, he started the Instagram where he felt that it was the best way to start reaching out to more people and more demographics more because obviously Facebook is good for some things. Twitter is good for other things, but Instagram he felt was the best way to get the, the most, um, the most touches out there. So please yeah. everyone, I definitely recommend following that. What, what um, is, yeah. what is, what is that? What is that Insta account? Um, let me Gulch actually... ATL, ATL Gulch. I, yeah, it's Gulch ATL. At ATL underscore Gulch. Yeah, ATL underscore one. Gulch. Right. Yeah, I should know yeah. this. We've had we've had other people mention this uh, as well, but we want to hammer this home. Like the 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 work that has been done 
uh, that was not easy work that has taken years, really, of um, sort of a, a, a fractured kind of state of where we are to to realize that we did need this singular voice. And it took a ton of effort to make that happen. You don't just create an Instagram account and like, oh, boom, we got a gulch. Cool. Like the the amount of coordinating with all these groups and then the front office, like it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. And uh, one, of, one of the cool things that I've noticed about what they're doing with the Insta is they're actually reaching out on Instagram and, and posting on various and sundry social media channels asking for non-SG member feedback on things like TIFO. Mm. And if you want different chance to go up in the supporter section, hey, come to Capo practice, come to pit practice, come share your ideas, stop bitching about it on the internet, show up and do something about it. You know, that's nobody doesn't think, think that's you have really bad important. ideas. Like it's not get them heard. And also don't put your TIFO ideas in social media comments where people can see them. Your TIFO idea will never, ever go up if you've already shown it to the world. Correct. Anyway. But it is really important to like be reaching out, not just, you know, within our own membership, but we want to grow it. We want to be reaching out to people who are not part of a supporters group. That's the whole point of this thing. So Max, how did you join Resurgence? What do you know about Resurgence? Can you like, you know, where did it start? Why is this the group that Max belongs to? What was so, what was it that did it for you about Resurgence? So if anybody knows my backstory, um, I, I'm not originally from Atlanta. Um, I'm originally from Miami. I um, did support Inter-Miami uh, back when it first started and before it started. I was involved in the supporter culture there. Um, I met a uh, several resurgence members when Miami and Atlanta played for the first time in front of crowds because it was still COVID time. Um, and I got along with them really, really well. Um, and it was funny. Uh, I met them uh, via because of the fact that an old friend of mine who lived in Miami and moved to Atlanta helps found resurgence. Um, and that just became the natural by, by like byway where I met them and everything. And then I, um, I decided for myself, I moved to Atlanta. I wanted to get out of Miami and I was like, Oh, Atlanta always made sense for me. Um, and then it was the only logical conclusion I had. And then especially as I kept meeting people in resurgence, it became more and more the most obvious thing for me to do now to the point that all my, my best friends are resurgence members. And, and my girlfriend is a resurgence member. Like everybody, I like most of the people I associate with in Atlanta. See, are, you can find RSG. love. You can oh no 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 we we met otherwise Jesus is a soccer fan by proxy ah, she's a okay. soccer fan naturally but it's one of those things that we share together and it's something we really is really cool um and about resurgence resurgence was started by my friend and several other people um back when Atlanta United was first starting right before before it started um they 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 felt that there was a a certain way that we should be celebrating this city. We should represent the city like it is. We're not trying to copy anybody else. We're not trying to be like everyone else in MLS. Um, and we needed a uniquely like passionate voice um, that was going to represent the city in, in its culture and its people. And also, but doing it in a way that like wasn't like the Braves, wasn't like the Falcons, um, wasn't like the Hawks, like very uniquely soccer, but also uniquely Atlanta. Um, and it's only grown from there. And, and I feel that on every game day, like at the heart of the passion of Atlanta United is resurgence. Um, we either have the most flags or we have the most people with our, the scarves on or the most people with uh, playing in the band. 
or like or at least most the most like in tune getting into it like either running the drum circle um running sorry the hype circle like doing the flares doing the smoke uh, or even if they're not even actively doing that they're the most involved in watching the game and understanding like how does this team function how does the roster work like do are we doing what we need to do to win and be successful like i feel like we try to be as in uh, in touch with the team and the, and the sport as much as we can be while also being uniquely like atlanta based really loving the fact that we're from atlanta live in atlanta from georgia we don't represent one area of the city or the region like we're, we're i'm itp but I, there's a lot of members who are otp or they're we have one we have one family that comes all the way from savannah every game wow they and they're here every game and they're awesome from and savannah savannah they they literally run american Yo, Adult savannah yeah there's otp and there's, and then there's WOTP. Good yeah. grief, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that tells you like, and not only are they here every game, they're always the first, some of the first people there at the tailgate. So just give you an idea, like that's what it is. In, in, in a nutshell, it's passion, like passion for that's our city, passion. passion for our club, passion for the sport. Like that's where it all lies. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's passion driving up from Savannah. Um, that's pretty. Wow. I'm impressed. That that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty <clears throat> hardcore. Do they and they even do it for Wednesday night matches too? Uh, not, I don't believe so. Um, obviously, those are much tougher for most people. Yeah. yeah. Um, even for people who live here, like for me, I I I work from home, and and Wednesday games can be tough. So yeah, sure. but I, but we're there. We try to be there. Um, and and that's the thing. It, it's pretty much like if it's if it's at the Benz on a Wednesday, it's at the Benz on on a weekend at Kennesaw for. Um, for AU2 or Open Cup games, or it's away games. Like, I've been to four uh, different cities for, for Lane United. I'm sure a lot of people also have done many, many more. Um, and that's the thing. You you can most likely, if Lane United is playing, there will be a resurgence member there some way, somehow. So, all that, all that being, you know, all that being said, like, when you look at it was described earlier by another person from the supporter community that, that did this episode is like, if you look at the Gulch as a whole, it's kind of like a giant block party where you can go from like house to house to house and every house has kind of a different vibe. So, you know, the great thing about an Atlanta United tailgate, like a supporters tailgate is the fact that, you know, you don't have to choose one or the other. You can go from place to place. But if I'm choosing to hang out at uh, the resurgence house, I want to know what is the DJ spinning? And what are you serving me to soak up all the alcohol I drank? Okay, so I can answer the, the music one. It's the funniest one. I, I feel like I, I love Footy Mob's vibe with the hip hop and, and the rap and, and like the true Atlanta sound. La Dose with the, the Latino sound uh, because I'm, I'm Hispanic myself. But like with us, it's like we are the, we're the ones that are the wild cards. Like some days we're, we're, we're going to play that classic rock or we're going to play that, that 90s, 2000 rock. We'll, we'll go super emo because uh, we always are in touch with our high school selves. Always, always. It's not a Absolutely. phase. Absolutely. Throw a phase in some My Chemical Romance, some Alkaline 1, Trio. Thousand percent. Yeah. Um, and we'll get weird with it. Like uh, some days we'll, 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 we'll go back and forth. We'll go all over the place because that's the thing. What I, one thing I really love about Resurgence is that there's not really one way to describe us. Like I, the passionate is, is, is more verb than it is an, uh, uh, like a noun or an adjective for us. Mm. Passion as a verb. Passion yeah, as a verb, y'all. It's really much more that for us because like other than that like you can you can't really describe us in one word or phrase because we're all very unique we're coming from all different backgrounds 
and we all like different things, but we also love, like, we love each other, and also we love, like, we do have, like, some bonding things, like, we do love the, the, the rock music and the emo music, but a lot of us love hip-hop as well. A lot of us like reggaeton or what or what ha, or or EDM or what have you, and that's the thing. Our playlist can sometimes get wildly wacky because of that. So uh, if you if you're if you're sensing like trends on the other supporters groups, and you walk to us, you'll be like, "Why did the heck is going on here?" And we kind of love it about about us. Like we're kind of the wild cards in that in that in that sense. And then when it comes to food, um, probably my favorite thing about well, one of my favorite things is Elaine and I tell kids is when resurgence. We kind of try to do a unique thing every week for for uh, for the tailgate. Um, some like literally, we've had uh, we've had uh, kielbasa or like Polish food because some of our members are are Polish descent. Uh, I bet everybody's in love with uh, actually having a legitimate Polish player this season. Oh my god, we're so excited! We were so we had a pierogi day not last season but the season before. It was fabulous. Why don't I we, know about these things? Um, follow us on social media. You'll know, or or you'll, you'll or join Resurgence, Jen. Uh, that's, inc- that's that's incredible. Um, we'll have um like barbecue and gumbo and uh, uh well, Hell um, yeah, yeah, literally like name a food that you like. We've had a day that we did that. Like we've had mm. uh, steak, we've had barbecue, we've had uh, Latin food, we've we've done uh like. Chinese rice and everything. We've done pretty much everything in my time here. Um, and pretty much we try to either do a theme based on the game or who we're playing or a player or something like that. So um, like St. Patrick's Day, we we try to do corned beef and cabbage and everything just to get – or And, and we finally got our Irishman back in Derek Williams so we can do this once Finally, again. yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, that's just another thing that I just really love about like us that like – it's every tailgate's going to be a little different for us. And I really, really love that about us. It's not the same. Um, you'll also see us do our, our traditional Thunderstruck uh, routine with ACDC's uh, Thunderstruck. If you don't know what that is, look up the Thunderstruck drinking game. We do it every game. Um, we will get a, pia- a piata that is designed by um, our tailgate chair, um, Jacob. He will make the most fun of the team we're playing as he can. Like he- He'll always do it tastefully. It's never obscene. It's never gross, but he will make the most fun of them. Like Orlando, every time we play Orlando, he comes up with gold, just absolute gold about them and their their Mickey Mouse ways. It's fabulous. When we play Miami, it's either making fun of Messi, making fun of Beckham, making fun of the fact that everyone in Miami, even though it's my hometown, is kind of stuck up and a little annoying. Um it's just things like that. We do it every game, and I love it, and it's hilarious. And going with the glitter, like if you hit, if you get near our piano when it's getting hit, you will get showered in glitter um, because okay. we, we true, love true our glitter. True confession time. True well, confession time. True oh confession. God. Somebody say glitter. No, 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 no. Like y'all started the glitter. It was not me. It was y'all. This yeah. is back in. 2018 y'all started doing the glitter pinatas and i would and, and throwing glitter on people and like ah. doing the thing with the glitter on the foreheads and yeah i was like oh, we need more glitter over here and i just started doing rave glitter. Like, glitter it wasn't your glitter but like yeah no but i was I, I used to go over for the pinata all the time i actually have like a ridiculous picture of uh the head of david via flying through the air from That's the playoff tailgate <laughs> In 2018, when we beat NYCFC at home, I'll have to send it to you, Max. It's it's pretty epic. We'll have to post it on the Insta. It is an epic, epic picture. 
because it's literally David Villa's head flying through the air and glitter streaming after him. It's amazing. Yeah. But and, and, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, <laughs> what I really want to know, because I've never done it and I've always kind of wanted to, what are the rules of liquor ball? <laughs> Sorry? Uh, liquor ball. So um, it, it, it stemmed from the Gulch days and Lot 17 days, but it, it kind of it kind of died off a little bit at the new lot or the lot we had last year because of the spacing. But liquor ball is essentially a, a game of like, you're just passing a ball of a soccer ball, but you can't let it like, you have to keep like making it bounce from person to person. But there is a minefield in the middle of liquor bottles or, or beer cans, oh, no glass. We truly try not to do glass because obviously we want to make it safe, re- relatively safe. Um, of liquor bottles, uh, of cans. I I am obnoxious. I've done. I have put things in there that are just ridiculous. I put whipped cream one time. I put uh, chocolate syrup in there. Anything like that has been in a bottle that you can squirt that you can pour into someone's mouth. It's been in there. Um, and we've had some people have some bad reactions to it. But it's like <laughs> you got. You, that's. If so, you play the game, that's the risk you take. But, but what's the what's the game? You have to dodge all this, or if you hit it, you have to drink it, or what? You got to kick the ball to a, someone else on the other side, right? Okay. And you got to you got to make sure or hope that the ball, while it, because it can't go straight up in the air, has to bounce into the middle and then out. You got to okay. hope and pray that it doesn't knock over anything because whatever it knocks out or knocks down, you got to drink. It oh, doesn't Lord. matter what it is. Yeah, and uh, I've seen some people really struggle after that. It's 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 rough. Like that's the thing. A lot of what we do at, at Resurgence is like we we have a saying, and, oh, and, and it's a it's cursing, but we have a saying called "Get fucked up, do fucked up shit," and we bring the fun. Like we we don't charge for alcohol. We take donations, please, always. But we don't charge for alcohol. We don't charge for food. We just like to have a good time and we want everyone who comes see us have a good time and enjoy themselves and not have to worry about like, oh, like, am I limited how much I can drink? Am I limited how much I can eat? Um, like, you know, <laughs> well, what, what kind of there are limits to the human well, yeah, ability are... to drink and eat. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing, people find that limit and they they find <laughs> one and they, they meet their they meet their creator or whatever, whatever <laughs> God or whatever they believe in. Sometimes wow. they're just like, oh, that went too far. It's like, yep, welcome. Um, that's the thing. And and that, that and that's Shit. the funny thing about being uh, my new position as in-game coordinator is going to be able to have to make sure that people like ride that line as best as possible. Make sure they Because take you need them, them to actually get into the stadium to like support yes. the team. Yes. yes. And that's another tradition of ours is um, our beloved uh, Wade the Tardigrade. If anybody's ever walked past our – um, tailgate area is a cardboard cutout of a man in a bear suit where uh, with a sign in his hand saying, have you drank water today? You dumb bitch. Sorry, you stupid oh, bitch. Yeah. Because, because seen seen you've seen yeah. it because yeah. how many damn times and everyone in this room is, is, has done it that you've drank your face off and you're like, have I drank any water today? Or you forgot completely about water. We do that because we remind people, uh, yes, Jen, I got to see this photo of your dad <laughs> drinking the giant fat cocktail next to Wade. We provide free water to people because I promise you the number of t- like, it's been dozens of times where people will be like, oh shit, I haven't had any water. They'll see Wade and they'll be like, damn, I haven't had any water today. And then we point them out to the water cooler where you will see 
um, our own privately labeled resurgence water bottles because, and it's free. Like we do not charge people for that because we don't want people to die. Like we want people to have fun and, and, and do a cat five maintain and get through the day and enjoy the game and have, and try to have memories of it. Cause that's also sex where you can't remember what happened. Um, yeah, we, we're all about having fun safely and, and really just trying to have a good, a good time. And, and it's also one of those things. What I really love is that it's not just like a dolphin. Like we have kids at every tailgate. We have kids of members at every tailgate. They're welcome. They're wanted. They're, they are, we love them. We will always make sure that they're taking care of that nothing bad happens to them because in the end we are adults and we need to act responsibly and mature in the sense of like, yeah, there are kids here. Um, but also the kids, the, those who bring kids have to understand their, their kids are going to be around an environment that there may be cursing and everything. But what I love about a lot of our members, kids is that they're, they, they go all in and they, they, they get bought in and that's how we create the next generation of resurgence members and Atlanta United fans. Absolutely. Mm. Cause this is, this is not a thing that is going to end with all of us that are sitting here having this conversation, right? Like this is a I thing really that, not. no, yeah. this is a thing that like we, we might be laying the foundation, but 20 years from now when we're kind of dottery and maybe we can only manage, you know, to stand for 20 instead of 90, um, you, you know, we're going to need other people to like pick this up and, and keep going. So you know, one of the things that that I think, you know, you talk a lot about like the really good time that folks at Resurgence have, especially you know, in-game and at the tailgates and whatnot. But I think what most people don't know about Resurgence in general is how much impact the organization has on the Atlanta community and the really amazing good work that you guys do. It gets kind of lost in the shuffle with all the with all the hype circle and the flares and the fireworks and the glitter and the free food and you the know, liquor ball and the liquor ball. So, you know, can you speak a little bit to, you know, the community service projects that you guys have going, you know, what you guys have done in the past and, you know, tell everybody what, you know, at the core of Resurgence, you know, what it really is about. So at the core of Resurgence is Atlanta United, but what is the first word in that? Atlanta. Like our community, it's our home. Like we care about our home. We care about its people and we want to do what what's right for, for the, the community as, as a whole. And we also like representing this city means taking care of this city. You can't just rep something you you don't actually care for or care about mm-hmm, or try to mm-hmm. or try to do better for. Um, and we so we we've really tried to ramp up our our community <clears throat> and philanthropy efforts. Um, we actually have like three really big things that we're really trying to focus on this year. One is Trees Atlanta. Um, we're actually doing an event this weekend that I can send you, Jen, um, information about. We're trying to uh, plant some trees in either. Uh, dilapidated areas or, or areas where there was um, like tree growth and, and, and nature sure. sprouting and try to get them back into the way that it should be. So we're doing that this weekend and we're trying to do that at least, I think once a quarter. That's um, great. Another great um, effort that we Even are- Even though we got rid of the forest kit, you're still like, you know, on this forest vibe. Uh, it, it, it's No, it's not even the forest vibe. It's our city is called the city in the trees, amongst the trees. Like when one thing I love about Atlanta- one of the things I do, one of the many, is when you drive into the city, it takes a minute to see the city because of all the tree cover. And, it's true. And it's true. Like, it's beautiful. Like, you don't see that in other American cities like you do here. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things about Atlanta. Um, and we got to take care of that. We got to preserve that. And that's our small part of trying to do that. So the tree the tree planting thing, we're recording this on a, on a Thursday night. That's happening this weekend, which is going to be like the... 17th and 18th i think by the time you're probably listening to this that weekend will have 
already passed, but that's a really dope thing that you're doing. Um, and and it, it's there'll just... be other opportunities to participate oh, in totally. that throughout the year because they're doing it on totally. a quarterly basis. Yes, we're, we're going to try to do it more often because it is something like, one, it like if someone doesn't have money to donate, if they don't right. have the, like, they, like no, it's not a special skill, like gardening and, and planting planting trees. Like if you've got hands, well, you can do this. A little bit. I, I've tried no, to plant you, things and everything I plant ends up dying, but you know, well, I don't you can do trash pickup. See, trash pickup. Everybody can do that. There you go. There you go. Um, and that's the thing. Is this something that that helps the community at large without really ever like you're not spending the money that you that you think you need to spend to help people. And like right. it, it, it makes our city better because it makes our city more beautiful. Like we we love it. And, and one thing we always want to do is just make it better, make it look better, make it look better, because obviously yeah. we all want to look see nice things when we see our home. So absolutely. Uh, it's an effective, low cost long-term way to have an impact on your city and your community. Love it. Absolutely. Another uh, really great um, cause that we have is um, we are trying to sponsor or try to um, uh, donate as much as we can. We're trying, I think we're trying to match donations. I I can't, I can't confirm exactly what it is. I'm not sure. Um, But um, the cystic fibrosis walk, um, one of Mm. our members, her, her son has cystic fibrosis and it's, so it's a very, very dear, um, an important thing to us. And it's one of those things where yeah. like, like I, I'm not going to just name names, but she's amazing. Her wife is amazing. Her children are amazing. Especially that little boy. You would never in a million years think that, that that boy has a life threatening disease. Cause he is the most energetic. Like he's just, he's a hilarious little kid, man. Like he's the most kid kid. You can, a kid can be like, he's that he has, when he comes into the room or he, you're around him, you just want to be a kid again. That's the kind of energy that he brings into into mm-hmm. any situation. And he has this awful, awful condition called cystic fibrosis. And yeah. what the walk is about is raising funds for research um, and treatment for kids like him, right? It's other kids are there with their families, um, and it's it's a it's a truly heartwarming thing that we all get to be part of it when we try to support them and and hopefully one day find a cure because that young boy deserves to live the longest life he can because he brings that much joy into the world, especially when. When I'm around him, I, I just love being around him because that that's the kind of kid he is and he deserves a chance to live the best, fullest life he could possibly could. Um, another really, really great organization that we love to sponsor is called Hey. Uh, they come to every tailgate. They actually get a booth with us at our tailgate spot. Um, hey is a really, really great um, organization that uh, sponsors and helps at-risk youth in the city of Atlanta. Um, I love they, the youth uh, initiatives, man. It's so important. Yeah, no, they're they're really big on just making sure, like giving people, giving kids the ability to like find their best futures and best outcomes. Like just raising awareness mm-hmm. for um, like the at risk youth of of what what childhood poverty can do, what childhood hunger can do, um, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So they they're always there, um, and you can if you come to our tailgate spot, they'll have a tent and move and they would love to come uh, for you to come talk to them and, and such. So definitely want to definitely want to give them a shout out. Please follow them on, on, on Instagram as well, if you can, uh, because they're great people and they have a great mission and, and we love supporting them as well. And it's one of those things that it makes it easy. Like whether you care about soccer or not, that part of it, like if you don't care about stuff like that, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and, and that's the thing resurgence is, we're the most fun people you'll ever meet, but like we give a shit. Like we give a shit about our city 
we give a shit about our community and it's like that and we try and we show it we don't just talk about it we are, we we be about it so well, it, it makes me proud to be a member as well that's that's like the biggest that's the biggest takeaway i've had from like doing all this research and talking to everybody in the gulch and like trying to coordinate all of this is, is that again there was just so much more being done than what you see on the social media to actually contribute to making Atlanta a, just a better place to live from yeah. all different aspects of it. I mean, you know, you've run the gamut here of, you know, environmental causes and childhood diseases and at-risk youth. And I know that's just, you know, really the tip of the iceberg because there's always going to be different opportunities and, you know, everybody supports soccer in the streets. Like that's, you know, kind of a big overarching foundational program that, that, you know, most of the, most of the supporter groups are involved with. So, you know, and then, you know, veterans think like there's just always something going on inside of the supporter community to actually support Atlanta. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the thing that drew me, you know, it's the thing that drew me into into the culture. I think it's it's really the thing that you get there. You know, you you came for the the party and and whatever, but like you stayed because you find this reason. You know, to get more involved, it gives you a reason. It gives you access without feeling like you're awkward or you're stepping on somebody's toes or you're in a space that you don't. Oh, want. we we love awkward. That's that's our <laughs> middle name. Like, you want to talk about the awkward? Come to reserves. Like, all of us are awkward. It's like. If everyone's awkward, no one's awkward. It, it, that, that's the best thing. We all find we find our, our safe space in the crazy that is resurgence, and I love it. So, um, y'all got some besides your community. You got any other plans you want to drop on us for the twenty twenty four season? Any new fun initiatives that we should be on the lookout for? Anything that you can drop that's not like you know the Hawks leaking a, a kit. Um, you know, I don't want to, we don't want to get in, in trouble. It wasn't planned at all. Right. Yeah. Totally. Two players wearing a unreleased kit on the same day, right next to each other. Well, no, never on the same day when Yorgos and Saba just happened to be there in the audience. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, uh, right now, um, our big thing is really preparing for the season. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes the best plans are the plans that you make up last minute. Uh, it feels like that. And even, even when you have everything planned out, you don't know until it happens. And so uh, right now we're just really gunning for the first game uh, against Columbus uh, away game. That's going to be really fun because uh, it coincides with the block party that Atlanta United is hosting at Sweetwater. Um, and if you want to watch an away game with us, unless for whatever reason we say so, we are always at Fado Midtown, um, in, uh, Fado Irish Bar, in uh, Midtown for away games. And then um, first home game, it's just like, I just, it's it's being back home. Like I, I feel my weekends are empty when I'm not at the Benz. That's how I feel sometimes. No, and then uh, away games, um, obviously the big ones every year are Charlotte and Nashville. Always, always a good time with both of them for uh, for different reasons. Um, and no, just, just excited for seeing the season where it goes. Hopefully much better than last year on the field because um we all know when we win, everything's better. Doesn't matter what's going on. When you win, when you're competing for championships, everything is better. Everything smells better, tastes better, looks better. So we're just hoping that that what Garf is planning and what um, Pineda is planning leads to what we want to see on the scoreboard and in the standings. And that at the end of the year, being the end of the year for us, being at MLS Cup in November, we're all celebrating Atlanta, Atlanta United, and our and our supporter culture together. So before we like wrap this up and we get you mm-hmm. to drop all the resurgent socials and like all that good jazz, 
I would love to know, like, and this could be just a global support. What is the coolest thing that you've gotten to do because you are involved in supporter groups and supporter activities? Honestly, the, the spike is really cool. Like it's uniquely Atlanta. No one else does anything like it in America, in American sports, in, in soccer and world sports. It's so damn cool. And, and it's a, like the fact that every group chooses a unique member that hasn't done it before every week. Um, mm. And we, and, and, and it shows a cross section of the city and the culture here where like I, I did it and everyone around me was completely different from myself. And it really showed the, the, the tapestry that is, support a culture in yeah. Fort Atlanta United and then Atlanta itself. Like it was, it was a beautiful thing. And, and it's a really cool thing that every, every, every week we do. And, and I, and I love the fact that we are the only ones who do it. We're the only team that has anything like that in MLS. Obviously Portland has Timber Joey and the chainsaw, which is really cool. And you have the LAFC Falcon and, and all what have you, but like no one has one that is uniquely community tie-in like Atlanta United fully agree that really showcases that that's not just taking a jackhammer to a piece of concrete uh that's you know showing the sorry Columbus for the shade there but (laughs) Um, I I, I can't take them seriously because they're one of the they're the original team and they didn't think about that till like two years ago and everyone who sees it's like you're obviously biting off somebody else whereas like United was like from the get-go, the, the spike the and all that. Yeah, from the jump. And it does um, have yeah. that unifying aspect because it takes a member from all the supporters groups to to carry this thing down. It's not it light. One, no, one it's thing not. people got to understand, it's, it's actually heavy. made of metal. Yeah. And so, um, and it's one of those things where, like, I, I, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn. But, like, when I did it, I was the one primarily carrying it because I was, I think, the youngest person doing it and the strongest <laughs> and the tallest, biggest person. I'm not making fun. I'm just literally saying I have to <laughs> lift it myself. And then I'm like, everyone, now you can get it. Um, and, it and it's not light. Like if you throw at someone, you, you're going to hurt them. Um, so, <laughs> so it, it, but it also shows a lot about the, the team and saying like, we take this seriously. It's not made of foam or styrofoam. It is metal. And like, that means someone welded it and everything. So I think this is a really great tradition. It, it's, it's something that's uniquely Atlanta. Elite. Uniquely Atlanta United because none of the other teams in the city have anything like that, um, and yes. it's just it, it it's also to me like the game game day doesn't the game doesn't start until that happens. So I love it. I think that's I think that's awesome. So when uh, we want to let's say we want to like check out the scene or you know learn more about Resurgence or you know give you money so that you can throw great parties and do more awesome things in this community. Like how do we find you? Where are you gonna you gonna are you gonna have a booth at the block party? Like give me all give me all the dirt. Uh, booth at booth at the block party. Yes, um, all of our social media is Resurgence ATL. All of it, and our website is resurgenceatl.com. So. Look us up on all social media. You'll see us as the same thing, no matter what. Uh, follow us, um, but be ready also. Be ready for, for stupid jokes and, and innuendos <laughs> and talking about how beautiful uh, uh, Yakumakis is and things like that. Like You'll see it all. You will see it all. He is beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, please roll up um, your shorts more. Please, please just, just keep them rolled up. <laughs> um all right y'all like full disclosure it is now 11 10 p.m on a thursday and 
damn, I, I feel like I need to go for a run or something. <laughs> like the, the, the energy, my goodness. Um, thank you, man, for, for showing up and, and bringing that. If you need some of that energy in your life and you want to go <laughs> a, a, a million miles an hour, get fucked up and do fucked up shit. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> well, also simultaneously supporting your city and your community and really good causes and growing this game, especially, especially from the youth level, because like Jennifer points out constantly, that's who's going to take over for us when we're too old to do this thing. You know, <laughs> it's our responsibility to keep this thing going. It, we Hell can't yeah. just like show up one day and then be like, okay, where's the autopilot switch? This thing got itself. Now it's self-sustaining. It all goes away. It all goes away. If we don't keep it going, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen just because someone just gets an idea, makes an Instagram account, and then ah, we don't have to do anything. You got to work at it every day and you got to keep it growing every day. And it takes people to do that. But I'm telling y'all, I've said it on every other episode. This is an investment of your time. It is an investment of your energy and the return you get on this investment. It beats the market average. Yes, it beats the market average for sure. Um, all right, all, that's going to wrap it up for our shows. Like I said, we will try to get with La Dose and get them on here next week. We want to make sure we represent everyone. It's just hard to coordinate everyone's schedule. So we will make sure we get them featured so you can hear what they're all about. So tune in for that, hopefully within the next week or so. We'll keep you all posted. Thanks very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.